Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Everyone, welcome to the show. This is uh, the executive producer, Dr. Andrea Adams Miller. Ken will be with us in just a moment. As uh, you know, it's always great to come late to the party when you're doing something amazing in the world, and Ken is up to something really good. And that's because of our guest today. We're going to be doing some amazing things with her. Her name is Allison Franz. I'll introduce her in a little bit. But we want to welcome you to Amplified with Ken Rashan and executive producer, Dr. Andrea Adams Miller. And we want to remind everyone to love on our sponsors, and that's Voice America Influencers Channel, The Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, The Red Carpet Connection, Amplifluence, and also to always remember my or excuse me menfashion.com and mymakeuplady.com who've been instrumental in helping Ken look really good and helping me look really good on camera Ken with the shirts and me with the makeup just in case you thought I was wearing the men fashion and Ken was wearing the makeup and the Ken's wearing one of uh, he gets the most compliments out of this skull shirt that he's wearing today <laughs> I told everyone that you were coming in with a bang today because um, I said, when you come late to the party, it's because you're up to something good. And I said that we are going to be doing some amazing things today. And part of it is around our passion and love for the keepsmilingmovement.com, saving lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope or resilience. Ken, it's all yours, buddy. Well, welcome. How was your Easter? You know, it was beautiful and absolutely wonderful. It was a great day. It was a little windy and chilly outside, but we still did Easter egg hunting and so forth. And today, Ken, I just did a TikTok of my friend's neighbor who is, it's snowing. He's in winter gear and he's mowing his lawn. So dedication. <laughs> well, thank goodness that uh, when it was windy, it didn't blow the eggs all around. <laughs> Well, it was blowing the kids around and their dresses up over their heads. But you know, Oh, boy. Well, um, just found out something that I'm almost reluctant to share. But, uh, you know, P Peter Rabbit, the movie, the second. Yeah. Just found out that that is not a true story. So that is. You're sad. Was, well, not sad, but just it was a little bit of a an eye awakening experience. <laughs> So how I followed it up Easter? by watching uh well I followed it up by watching Passion of the Christ with uh, Mel Gibson's uh, direction there just you go. To there you go. out of it. Oh oh I guess we didn't go quite that way. We watched 300 instead. That was our that was our um, movie of choice yesterday. So there you go. Yeah, I think uh, we also watched the uh, the 8-hour testament that was uh, illuminating yet again. What uh, a, what that a, what a cast of Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh, wow. Oh, well, thanks for making the recommendation. Sounds absolutely fantastic. Well, we have a special show today, Ken. I heard. Mm -hmm. This so, is uh, unusual. <laughs> well, it's I mean, about... <laughs> 
You're so funny. Um, so for uh, those, um, actually, Ken, is there something else you want to share so I can uh, take a couple minutes to get this live before I read her bio? Golly, I'm sure there is. Uh, I know that the new Dose of Hope Volume 4 is coming out, and I think a lot of people that you photographed this year are excited about being chosen to be in your upcoming birthday book for your birthday. And um, I think we'll have to find out if Allison's in there, but you can review the book and see who's missing and let me know. We have a couple short weeks before that book needs to come out. And uh, Kenny has his sixth book coming out on his birthday on Flag Day, and it is an American book. It is Kenny's Favorite Places in America. For any of you who'd like to see the ebook and get a sneak peek at it, you're welcome to connect on Amplified or you can write me at, uh, well, you can do it on Amplified Show or you can write Ken at theumbrellasyndicate.com and put in the, in the subject, uh, Kenny's Favorite Places in America, and we'll get that out to you. And if you'd like the uh, Dose of Hope, Volume 4, which has all of our new authors, and Allison will probably be in Volume 5 as my guest. Um, she's representing Rhode Island with a big smile, so we're excited about her being a Rhode Island trophy of excellence and positivity. Well, and that's who what would I'd like want to, to be called a trophy? That's amazing. You know, I, I actually you know, love uh, that comment. Since we're doing movies, I'll just say that uh, Sonic Hedgehog 2 was uh, pleasantly a wonderful surprise of entertainment. Kenny and I went out and saw that. Or, I, don't know if, I don't think it was Good Friday, but we saw it during his week off. I, uh, I considered that when we were looking at choices to do uh, this last week. So I'm glad that you guys went. So it was a good one. It was a good one, but uh, that too falls in the Peter Rabbit volume two in that it is not a based on a true story. And that was kind of a big surprise for me as well. <laughs> well, we always love when you have fun uh, um, uh, having a good time playing uh, with, uh, you know, words and, and being silly. I love that. So words much. are my favorite way to express myself. <laughs> All right. I have got this show uh, finally live. So there we go. Took me a minute to get that done. Uh, hey, you know, I, I want to give a I want to give a shout out. Actually, there's one more shout out. Uh, we have uh, Katie Brooks having her birthday, and she is a loyal and avid listener to this program. So I just want to say happy birthday this Wednesday. Look forward to a birthday breakfast. So have a great birthday week. Oh, that's nice. I have seen her uh, liking and tagging things. So that is a great. And, and uh, did Kenny? read it or school or something yes, is that what i saw to post? exactly nice. yep. and she's she's opening up the tour for kenny so this is a a big deal on all all levels because of seeing her post uh that's what gave me the idea to say something to aaron lay who was on with us in the past about coming from new york uh where her area new jersey area and coming down and speaking at kenny's school because i thought oh that would be a great way for other people to get involved with what kenny's doing and actually, there's one more quick shout out, and that's to Sharon L. Brown, who has uh, a beautiful book, A Heart of Gold, and she is doing a launch in May, uh, if you'd like details. And if you're a children's author, know a children's author in the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, we are going to do a mega launch of 100 authors, 100 children's authors. So if you know a child or an adult who has uh, access or is a children's author, please, by all means, connect Arn again the show or text me, email me, and we will connect you to this event in May. 
And, and that was, I'm, I didn't catch, do you, what was the date in May? I don't have the date in May handy, but I will send oh. it. We can attach it. All right. Fantastic. Sounds great. And let me go ahead. And there's Allison, everyone. Yay. Is this Allison? <clears throat> That's <It's> Allison. <laughs> Allison the Franz is Oh, well, sorry, I, yeah. I just want to say, you can never mistake a Rhode Island smile. I mean, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. I'll never live down Rhode Island. I mean, I am from Rhode Island, but I don't live there anymore. So it's so funny to me because I'm, I'm actually in Florida today. <laughs> well, I mean, some of the biggest Rhode people. Island. It's warmer. But Allison, yeah. some of the biggest people in the world are from Rhode Island. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and, I, and I'm the leader of them. <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, All right. I, I well, we're gonna we're gonna bring too. you, you guys in might proper have to style. Compete on that. Yeah. Oh wait, you could be the male and female leaders and do it conjointly. Uh, you Yay! know what? I am not concerned about that. I just want Rhode Island <laughs> to get a lot of props for all the beautiful, wonderful leaders they do produce. All right. Let's let's give a proper introduction to Allison. Allison Franz is on a mission to help entrepreneurs create a massive global change that we clearly need in the world today. She helps entrepreneurs and change makers create and master a powerful inner mindset so they can grow their empire with ease and make a bigger difference in the world with nearly two decades of education and experience centered around psychology and personal development with leadership, science, and spirituality integrated. She takes her work very seriously, which creates a powerful outcome for her high-level clients. Um, um, I'm very impressed with what who and what she's been working with, although she can't always tell me who they are. She can only reference to about what they're about. Um, quite, uh, quite impressive. So, Allison, thank you for being here with us and uh, helping us do something different today, and that is to literally change the impact of how we impact the world with the Keep Smiling movement. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. And I love that you invited me for us to talk about and explore this movement and um, keep it going at full force and total all the momentum that we can have. <laughs> well, I guess uh, the first question is, how was your Easter? My Easter was very relaxing. I had a very nice day, caught up on a lot of things, got to talk to a lot of people. It was a nice day. How was yours? Oh, phenomenal. I mean, there's nothing better than watching your child chase and find eggs all over the place. Well, I guess the little plastic guys with the Reese's and jelly beans in them. But yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I have a question for you. It's a little, I guess, different. And I don't know, you probably asked this a lot of times, but um, parlez-vous France? <laughs> Un poquito. Hablo español. Oh, Hablo español. Okay. <laughs> I, I speak Spanish. I, I know a Is little that bit why of French. Well, I'd heard rumors that your last name was spelled F-R-A-N-C-E and you changed to Z just to get people to stop asking you that. So good job on that. You're, you're, you're right on. You're right on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Orlio Moore is the one who connected us initially. You were at a speaker's boot camp mm -hmm. and uh, you were in camouflage. No one could even tell you were from Rhode Island. And wow, look at you now. <laughs> what part of Florida are you in? I am in Orlando. Orlando, mm -hmm. the, the, the city of magic. For sure. Are you, are you living there now? I'm here half time and then I travel half time. So I've okay. been doing a lot of stuff. Um, and um, I'm occasionally in Rhode Island. I still go back for some uh, business related things that I have going on. So I'm actually, well, going and back also to the your, food. I'm actually going back for your, to your very favorite place in about a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> do, do tell the audience. 
uh, tell them about the favorite place. Yeah. Okay. And also share your favorite place. Okay. Well, I mean, I know Ken's favorite places. Is it Warwick, Rhode Island? Is that yeah, your Warwick, favorite? Warwick. <laughs> Warwick. <laughs> Warwick. And, and Cranston. And Cranston. Cranston. We got, we got both of those great cities. Yeah. And I mean, they got the Coney Island dogs and Iggy's, which is all over Newport. But yeah, what's your favorite place? My favorite place. Um, well, you know, it's interesting because I was, a, I became a vegetarian three years ago. So I don't have the same favorite places anymore. Now I, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably more of a, fa a fan of uh, Plant City. But Plant City. Pre yeah, previously, I probably might have picked um, Rancho Grande, which is a great, great Mexican restaurant in Providence. In Rhode Island? Yeah. In, in Providence? Okay. Yep. Yep. It's a tiny little place with the irony of the name, Rancho Grande, right? So it's the, the, the big ranch, right? And it's I'm a tiny it down. little place, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, they have some really great food over there. And uh, so a, a lot of the food that I really like in Rhode Island is like the little hole in the wall places. Um, and Plant yeah. City is also in Rhode Island? Yes. All kinds of new things to, to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I will. And uh, congratulations oh. on your vegetarian vegan lifestyle. Thank you. Okay, one other place that's awesome in Rhode Island that's actually not a hole in the wall has actually gotten some national recognition is Los Andes Restaurant. Um, it's a Peruvian Boliv Bolivian restaurant and it's really got some cool, fancy stuff in there. So very reasonable. Same, same area, Providence? Also in Providence, Chalkstone Avenue. You know, the amount of business that we're going to provide Rhode Island right now is going to be insane. I mean, <laughs> that little state, this big show, I mean, they're going to have a bit of an onslaught situation. I'm glad you spread the wealth between the vegan and the carnivorous and the herbivores. <laughs> Because otherwise they would have all just hit one of those restaurant uh, industries, knocked it out. There's only so much food in Rhode Island. You know that, right? Yeah, but they're not going to have any left by the time we're done with this. <laughs> and you know what? We'll get them more because they'll sell it and we'll reinvest in a more impact for a better America. Gosh. Absolutely. Beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. We got some business to take care of today because we are literally going to have more impact. That's what I heard. Literally, right? Literally. <laughs> you know, uh, I heard somebody, and it wasn't in Rhode Island, because Rhode Island would never do this, but <clears throat> I did hear someone in a, at a restaurant, and they were explaining that the food is so good, they literally died. And I said, this is not the right use of the word literally. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't sound really good to mention. Slightly negative. Yeah, don't slightly. don't ever use literally in the first person with death. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't make sense in a way. Yeah. That's a great tip. <laughs> great tip. <laughs> we do all kinds of nuggets like this on the show. If, if you didn't learn anything else here, then that that is the most impactful thing I think you could learn is not well, to actually be... die when something's amazing. <laughs> So I, I'm not going to say the word literally, but you could say literally in this next sentence that Rhode Island literally has the best flag. You could say that because it literally <laughs> has the word hope on it and there's no other flag that has hope on it written. So yeah, that's, that's literally Alice true. Very literally true. <laughs> <laughs> so Alice and I are very proud of that because with my dose of hope and us actually having hope in the world, isn't it great to have a state that actually embodies the emblem word hope? with an anchor even, like, ba-boom. <laughs>
What's better than that? I almost want to say in Spanish. You know what? Maybe I should reach out to them. Maybe they should be our, <laughs> like our anchor city because they are anchoring hope in what we well, do. That's, that's an anchor state. I mean, that's just, <laughs> I, knew, I know it's a little bit bigger than Chicago, but listen, they, they count as a state. Right, Allison? Because they, they literally are. <laughs> literally. <laughs> All right, so let's get Our to this. Our word of the uh, day impact. is literally. <laughs> <laughs> and you can take that to the bank. All right. So we have a different show. Uh, not that you can tell. Oh, we're not going to do any foods. The last couple of weeks we were doing foods. This one we're just going with literally as the word of choice. for the. Uh, but you want to hear the, word, the foods that we did last week and the week before? Two weeks ago we did cod. So we would say things like, uh, thank cod. America, or thank cod usa and and the best one was uh let me see uh if cod was one of us that was the, the that was the winter song and then last week what did we do it was a new oh. one it was goat oh. yeah goat mm -hmm. not exactly vegan friendly so we do need to come up with some vegetables um to come maybe next week you'll come up with the word and send it in to us allison and by the way it's not too late <laughs> mango how about mango oh that's a good one you know what? I am going to, I'm going to work on that. Maybe we'll integrate that with literally mango. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So let's have Andrea, you're the one who is the brainchild of this show and how it's going to be utilized to have literally more impact. Man, go. <laughs> Man, go. I love that. Um, you know, um, I would say, uh, I'm sorry. My brain did just come up with a mango song though. I think it would be piano mango. Um, mm. the piano ming piano mango ah, i see yeah got it i don't know all you right have let's, to say let's... man funny all right back to what you were asking thank you ken um well allison you know what let, you know when we talked about doing this i was talking to you about what we're trying to do with the keep smiling movement just as a reiteration we are on a mission to save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope and um you know inspiring people to you know be resilient through any challenge that comes across them. So SMILES is an acronym standing for a society merging international leaders and entrepreneurs for social responsibility and um, hope. Uh, it's also, it's also seen, it's also seen miracles in life every day. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and <clears throat> dose, <clears throat> dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins and hope hold on pain ends. So I love um, it. Yeah. And so, uh, so Allison, where do we go from here? So I'd really like to ask you very specifically, what is your long-term vision for this movement? Literally. <laughs> Literally with all the mangoes. Uh, the long-term vision uh, probably has two spokes to it. One is um, a dental, how we connect smiles and how we measure life with how many smiles we're actually emitting and enjoying per hour. So that is, uh, that goes into the, the mental part of it too. So there's a lot of people that have given up hope and that's why we had dose of hope as part of our, our vehicle of giving that dose a day. It, it, we, I believe that if we have 10 minutes of inspiration in the morning where we read about someone that overcame something, they, it actually is like taking that Flintstones vitamin for tenacity or uh, just having a positive feel. I did an experiment where I put key smiling cards in the, near my dresser and in my room and in my bathroom so that if I woke up and I wasn't in the best frame of mood, uh, mind, I would shift. And so that's the mental side of having this, this movement actually cause humanity to, to move the needle towards hope and collaboration and, 
and feeling powerful. And most people do not get to experience power until it's either too late or it's a glimpse of an emergency and they go, wow, I didn't know I could do that. And we want people to step in their power. So Key Smiling is about honoring leaders and people that inspire hope. That's the long Okay. Term. Okay. So um, what specific results do you want to see as a result of this movement? So first of all, I want uh, Andre to answer some of these as well. So uh, I would I would say the results would be that we'd like to be part of TED Talks. We'd like to have a conference. We'd like to have events. We're actually bringing leaders together. So they're uh, working together in mastermind type of techniques to help create more abundance, solve problems, and of course, positivity. Uh, I think the main issue that is missing in abundance is the engine of a smile. And when you have that smile, you have retention, you have attraction, you have uh, creativity, you have all these things happening. So those are some of the results I would like to see. Andrea? Um, so for the first question, for long-term goals, um, for the smiles, so the Society Merging International Leaders and Entrepreneurs for Social Responsibility, we have uh, photographed thousands of people, but what I would like to do is um, have those people raising their hand and get them more enrolled and being uh, a bigger part of the mission of spreading smiles. And that would go along with what Ken was saying so that they're coming to events, they're having us come to like pop up smaller events that we have where I want to have, a, I've been working on a curriculum for mental and dental health because Ken, uh, he came up with that assessment of uh, smiles per hour. And I want to integrate that with how we assess people's mental health as well. So if Ken and I are traveling all over the world, um, I don't want this just to be an, uh, within the States, but an international, where we're traveling all over the world, sharing the message from both a male and female perspective of how to be resilient with smiles and what that means. So it's fun and engaging and interactive for people to learn. And that would include masterminds. Okay, awesome. So um, now I just want to clarify, make sure I, what I uh, clarify what I just heard. So your long-term vision is to essentially create more smiles in the world, correct? Yes. Okay. And what, how are you going to know that you're doing that? Ken, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so part of that is with that assessment. <clears throat> so if we're having people take an assessment of where they were in their life. So like when they meet us, they're taking an assessment of how many smiles do I track or know, or am I aware of? And then being cognizant of having keep smiling cards around them. Cause I notice that shifts my day, my life and my, um, how I react to the world. And by having the, and having like maybe text messages and stuff on their phone, if they're assessing regularly, like a diary almost, or a journaling with an app of what their smiles are so that we're able to rate the difference in their attitude and in their abundance, along with, you know, other successes in their life with family relationships, business with the smile. So my thought is, as the smiles go up, their life will go up. I love it. I love it. And um, you could even potentially add in to, and we're going to talk about your messaging in a few minutes, but in your messaging, you're going to want to have that in there and maybe even have some research on smiles, how many times people smile a day, what your goal is for a total daily smile. You want to let people know that you're developing this app and you're developing these, you know, sort of uh, protocols and things of that nature. Um, that's going to really show that you're making a difference. 
because there's are going to look for right specific results they're going to say you know what is the change you know when people want to join a movement they have to be really clear on what it is um so who do you how do how are you going to know when well, you before reach your we, goal well before we oh. go there i just want to add a little bit more to that so okay i i i predict that companies that are extremely abundant have a higher sph a higher smiles per hour and we do measure how many smiles per hour adults have in general and also how many kids have. So if you take the companies that are most abundant and you do that measurement, and then you take companies that are faltering and maybe even the ones that have already gone out of business and get some data that way, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of correlations. And I think that also stands the reason that cities that prosper, have lower crime rates, um, better housing markets, et cetera, I believe that those also would show those same correlations. I, I think it's, there's a science to everything. There's numbers are behind everything. And I think that one of the numbers that uh, were best picked up is Bhutan, you know, the country of Bhutan measuring their happiness index. So uh, if it's worth measuring in one country, it, it would be interesting to measure in other countries and see if there's a correlation between suicides and uh, happiness and um, the reduction in hate crimes, et cetera. Um, uh, along with that too, um, for the United States, um the World Health Organization has different outcomes of that we can measure and correlate some of ours um, fit along with what you know, people's success, happiness, and so forth. And then the happiness index, Ken is talking about 157 countries participate in. And there's also an economic uh, success index. Um, I forget what it's called right now, but it uh, shows the results of it are the more satisfaction people have in their lives, the more uh, money they spend and the more, um, abundant they are. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at Orlando, Allison. Orlando has <laughs> one of the highest smile indexes without even measuring it. You know that people come from all over the world to come to Orlando because there's more smiles that are going to happen there. And they, and they want a piece of that. They want that to be experienced. Absolutely. I, and I actually say that all the time that it's like you can feel the vibe of, ha of happiness here. And that's one of the reasons why I love being here. <laughs> So yeah, it, it feels like a happy place. Whereas, you know, different cities and towns have different sort of, um, you know, feels to them. They have a certain mm -hmm. vibe and it just feels like happiness here. And I think right. that's one of the reasons why I love being here. Well, before you go to your next question, I know we're going to be going to break very soon. So why don't we not go into that question until we get back. And I did come up with a, a, a song um, with Mango, of course. Um, so, you know, uh, Lou Vega. Mango number five. Yep. Uh, mango yep. Number five. Oh. <laughs> that was always mango number right? five. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a, a couple minutes. You want to read out the uh, sponsors again and how people Please. can. Thank you. Uh, yes, please, everyone. I love on our sponsors, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Amplifluence, Perfect Publishing, MenFashion.com, Voice America, Influencers Channel, MyMakeupLady.com, and the keep smiling movement.com is our charity of choice and we'll be back after these messages be sure to friend us on facebook you can do it right now visit facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for us at keyword voice america the Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. 
You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the umbrella syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Influencers lead, but on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All righty, we are back for part two, segment two with Alice and Friends, and she is going to be providing us all kinds of lovely information on what we should be doing to take our nonprofit to another level. And, you know, it has been since March of 2015 that the concept idea and transfer of a card, Keep Smiling, which now, again, is in 38 languages. We just had number 37 for Australia and number 38 <laughs> For Jamaica. Keep smiling, mate. Keep smiling, man. And some of these are Mongo. Oh, almost close. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's Vietnamese. Uh, that's for Emily Latron, Dr. Emily Latron, who is one of the first people to believe and buy into the lovely Keep Smiling Movement books. And then this is Polish. I hope I grabbed the right one for that, but I believe that's correct. I think it is. So <clears throat> what we're going to do is we're going to just haphazardly Pick a person that's in your birthday book every Monday and give a shout out. We're going to start showing that these birthday books actually remind us to celebrate a leader. So we'll, well start I that love next that week. Because um, the one week we one week we started to do that, and um, you know we did like seven different shout outs that week, and you know we were able to tag the different people that we shouted out to, and I think that's really great for us to do that. And so. Allison, welcome back. I just want to say that you might have missed the two new languages we put. Australian and Jamaican are now the new languages. We're making sure they understand what this doggone phrase means. There was, there was no connection to this until they saw that. And you know how you say it, right? Keep smiling, mate. Yeah. Keep smiling, mate. <laughs> so I do have one more song. <clears throat> We're not going to go as uh, far into this because it's very valuable. Obviously, what you're going to be sharing in the second segment. But um, you know the lovely song. Mango Italiano by Dean Martin. Fantastic. Mango fantastic. Italiano. <laughs> That's an old, I, old I, one, isn't it? Right? It is. Uh, yes. That is a very good one. Louis Prima. And, Louis Prima was jealous when Dean Martin came out with that first. Of course, Dean Martin grabbed it from somebody else, but <laughs> he's a and good then guy. And I, I did have one too. Uh, when I was your man, go. Bruno Mars. Nice. Nice. And by the way, I have one more by Dean Martin. Hey, Mango. 
Remember that song? Hey, Mango. That's not the same as Mango <laughs> Italiano. That's different. Totally different song. <laughs> Dean had that going on with the mangoes. He was probably one of the few artists that could do so many mango hits. Now I'm hungry for mango something. I need to go, um, what, to a Thai restaurant and have a mango lassi or something? Or... <laughs> That's, those are good. Yeah, mango lassies are great. Well, let's get back. This is, uh, this is the, the important, literally, impact we're going to make in the world. So, Allison, you were going to ask another question before we went to break. Very true. It was about investors shoveling tons of money into our nonprofit to help us make a difference. Oh, I should say that the monies that we would like to collect and why they're needed is we are self-funding the, the hundreds, but we like it to be thousands of books of people that have a story and where they can actually have their community of whoever they want to give honor and, and then they have their story in the back so it can be shared. That's one thing. And then the second thing is just getting in the planes and hotels to get to these amazing events where there is that magnet to have those influencers that are doing positive things in the world. It's so hard to get to an influencer unless it's that kind of event where they're all just available. They just make their day available and they're talking on stage. So that's, those are a couple of the important parts, but we would love to be able to make that difference kind of like your a smile Santa Claus that when someone's really legitimately stopped in life and they cannot really move forward without some help, it would be just awesome to say, Hey, your story appeals to so many. We're going to go ahead and help you get through this spot. Okay. So, uh, with this in mind that you want to create more smiles in the world with the outcome being greater, more fulfilled lives, less suicide in the world, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. um, so who do you need to serve right now in order to move toward that goal? Like who is your client right now? Because we want to see this giant impact in the world, but who needs to be served right now in order to start start really moving toward that big goal of having this worldwide impact. On the back of our card, we have something that just says, we amplify goodness. Mm -hmm. And I share that because that is the qualifier for who we help, but we find nonprofits are uh, organizations that are taking on a, a real serious problem, whether it's hunger, sex trafficking, abuse, um, addiction, whatever that may be, or uh, ailments like Alzheimer's, cancer, et cetera, that those are communities, organizations, and nonprofits that really do need more marketing exposure. And we believe that because we're covering these stories so often through the publicity and also through the marketing and the books, that they, they are viable ways of getting people to know about something they may not have known about before. Okay. And how do you talk to them so that they become a part of the movement, right? So, and you, and, and, and I also want to actually want to make this a two-part question. Um, you want to bring nonprofits on board, right? But you also yes. mentioned getting some investors involved, right? Right. So what is more the priority right now, getting those nonprofits in, on board or getting the investors involved? That's easy. The investors. Okay. So let's answer the rest of the questions around the investors. And we're going to say that the investors are actually your client avatar. Okay? okay. So while we want to impact the world, if, if we're going to be looking for the financial source through investors, we actually need to serve them in order to get that mission. So what you want to do is you want to find investors who are heavily 
uh, connected and aligned with this mission. So you want to really iron out your statement in your messaging. Mm-hmm. So I want to know how do you, how, how do you, if you, who is your ideal investor? Give me your ideal investor avatar. I would say um, I'll start it, but I, I, uh, I will say that the ideal investor is someone who's in massive abundance that doesn't know how to use their abundance in a uh, Dale uh, Carnegie type of way or Rockefeller way in that once they made so much money, they didn't, they decided to turn into philanthropic humanitarian leaders. And so the type of person that's a good investor for us <clears throat> is someone that wants to give back, has a big heart, has perhaps known people and loved people that had trauma and would like to make that difference for that community, that space. So that would be the first part. The second part is the investor that invests in heart-centered companies that actually give back to the community and care about brands being associated to communities, solving problems, et cetera. And I think that that is a very large list most likely, but getting, getting that data of how those companies actually create more abundance because their names are associated with those good brands I do know that there's a problem with uh, how money, if you follow the money or in some nonprofits that it's not necessary that they wanted that particular investor because that investor is actually potentially the one causing that problem. I don't want to go too far into that conversation, but we want to be with investors that are really truly connecting with a brand, a, a problem that needs to be solved because they want good to come out of it. Okay. And does Andrea have something to add or do you want me to? It's very similar. So for example, like a Tom shoes or like Zappos was do, Zappos was doing, you know, they cared about other people and wanted to, uh, w- whether they have another product or whatever, I think our stuff goes along with it. It's not taking away from it's, it's supplementing. And then okay. actually I will, I will go a little deeper. And so um, organizations that are trying to raise money for cancer and yet they may have a sponsor that is actually potentially helping cause the cancer because they're not, they're not, they're, they're funding what the messaging needs to be for that cancer um, organization instead of actually solving the problem of people getting better wellness. That makes okay. sense? Yes. So what I want to encourage you guys to do is to get more specific than this. And here's why. Uh, because we live in an age where there are weapons of mass distraction, right? Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that there's people all over the place who are saying, you know, I do, you know, I do good things. Can you give me some money to help me do good things? Right. Um, and you want to really, you need to be able to stand out. You need to be able to rise above the noise. And the way that you're going to do that is by getting really specific about who is your ideal, ideal, ideal investor, Right. Because, uh, because what's going to happen is, and I tell my clients this all the time, there's a big difference between people thinking you're cool and people wanting to work with you, okay? And if everybody you're talking to is saying you're cool and nobody is saying I want to work with you, the messaging is off. Mm-hmm. And probably the, the avatar is not specific enough. So you want to figure out, if, and I'll give you an example, maybe dentists are a great avatar for you because you mentioned the dental aspect or people who are maybe dental corporations, things of that nature. And then you're going to create a messaging. It's going to say, you know, we're going to save the world through teeth, right? (laughs) Essentially. Um, And, you know, and you're going to tell them about your mission and what you want to create people who are really on board with that. Um, Because 
or maybe you want to focus more in on the suicidal piece and you want to maybe join in with nonprofits uh, or, or investors who are really interested in investing in suicide prevention, right? So I really want to uh, encourage you to get more specific. And because at the end of the day, even a nonprofit is a business, right? It, it needs to bring in money in order to survive. And so um, I always tell people, you know, never forget Oprah started with one TV show, right? Damon John started with FUBU. Sarah Blakely started with one girdle, right? <laughs> and um, these people are all billionaires or close to it now, right? And now they have tons of companies and they can probably, almost anybody walking down the street, they have something for them, right? Mm, but yeah. that's not how they started. It's easier to go big when you go small first. So, and the other thing too, is that when you get really specific, the people who don't even fit in there are going to be able to make themselves fit in there. They're going to see how it works for them, right? Because maybe you're going to say, yeah, we're partnering, partnering with dentists because of, you know, the smile aspect and because they're familiar with the research on smiles and, and, and things of that nature. And maybe somebody's going to say, you know what? I just, you know, I love that. I love that you're partnering with dentists because I think, you know, dental hygiene is super important. I want to be a part of it too, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. But the more specific you are, the more you're going to resonate with people. So you want to get really, really specific about who is your ideal investor avatar and really speak to those people. And once you are speaking to them, you want to make sure that you have a message where they're saying, oh my God, I have to be a part of this, right? Versus, cool, yeah, right? Everybody, and, and when you have a message that just says people think you're cool, your message is actually for you and not them, mm -hmm. right? right? So I just really encourage you to... Um, to come up with that more specific avatar and also embrace when people don't like it. Because if there's people who don't like it, that means there's people who love it and you're, you're on the right track. Hmm. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, how about, um, we are attracted a lot to author events and speaker events. What, uh -huh. what comes to mind, we haven't found the dental space uh, gravitating towards the the marketing component or the connection, believe it or not, to the smile. And there's a lot of, I guess, data that kind of would have helped if we just read it, but it was the, the dentists have one of the highest suicide rates. Oh, okay. So it's not a connection as much as we thought it would be. It seems like a natural connection. It's not for us. <clears throat> and I think it's because they, I mean, I think there is a connection down the road, as you said, once you finish and you are able to do one thing, you can move to other big things. But uh, connecting the dentist to the story of the smile is going to be revolutionary. I just don't think it's the, the first place to start, as you just stated. And maybe not. But, but publishing is a big thing for us because legacy is a big thing for us. And I know that's still broad. Okay, I get that. But can you help me in with those words, author, speaker, legacy, publishing? Is there is there something that you would tell your client to look at to get more specific with those type of words? Yeah. What kind? Who okay. are they? You know, so what, what kind of authors? Are they self-help authors? Are they, uh, do they write novels? Yeah, you know? they, they're more in the personal development and then 
our subset seems to be uh, children's books. Okay. So self-help authors, are they self-help for adults, for kids, for teenagers, for um, seniors? What kind of self-help do they do? Yeah. So right now it's uh, mainly probably uh, entrepreneurs. Yeah, we've it's been broad um mostly entrepreneurs and then we do have some other partners in place so we do have some partnership with uh, mental and um uh, mental health and dental health as far as like plans so people who are looking for <clears throat> supplemental plans that have costs and we've got some financial literacy things in place for we can do referrals to so that people can get some helps help helps some help in their life and then we do have some of these entrepreneurs that do have different personal development plans that they're willing to offer some of it for free and then I want to do more uh, limiting belief removal um, and so forth that we've talked about Allison with like NLP and hypnosis and and EFT and whatever else people can come up with. I'm not, we're not limited to what kind of help they can get to help them overcome uh, anything that will help them be more resilient. You give us a tough choice though. I'll say that Allison, because uh, I've had a lot of people say, you know, you should be doing uh, senior living facilities because they have typically abundance. They typically want to download their story and legacy does mean a lot to them at that point in their life. And, you know, there's just, millions and millions of children's books maybe that's the place that we want to play but there's just no room to play there until we can actually have more impact so i dig what you're saying yeah and whoever you decide it, you know you want to get specific who are those investors and know what they're interested in you know is it the legacy part then you your messaging has to have the legacy in there if they just want to decrease world suicide you need to have that in your messaging. If they're someone who's really interested in making a better, the world a better place through research, have your research ready, right? So the, the, the more specific you can get on your ideal investor avatar, the better you can message to them and speak to them and pique their interest because they are there. They just, you just haven't risen, risen above the noise yet for them, if that makes sense. And mass distraction. That damn master strikes. And we do we do get really good feedback. People, they, um, the two things I hear the most are, um, oh, I love what Ken is doing. And I'm like, oh, do you know Ken has a whole movement? <laughs> we're, we're a whole group of people, not just the Ken thing. It's bigger. It's big. Ken's doing lots of big things where they, they just see, like they just see as a window, like Ken has a hobby. You know, I'm like, that may have been what it was for like two months, but it's real. It's way bigger than that. So being well, able it's to a, show it's a hobby. support behind Based on it. Allison's. Based on Allison's <laughs> uh, feedback, I would say it's a hobby. Um, yeah, it's it's funny what you said. But I mean, I, I'm going to actually, when someone says, oh my gosh, what you guys are doing is so cool, they're going to see me cry. And I'm going to say, <laughs> not, good. not good. Yeah, and, and we do hear that. It's, it's cool. It's good. Oh, that's so neat. And then we have a couple people who are like, they totally get it. Um, they get uh, their heart and soul gets it. And those would be like the Emily Latran who was willing to invest first and really gets at other people who are like, how can I help you? And, you know, people like you who've set forth saying, let me help you get control of managing it and organizing it, you know? Okay. And let me stop you right there. She may be your client avatar. Break that down. Who mm. is she? What is she? Who is she? What is her, what are her interests? What is her background? How old is she? 
What kind of family does she come from? Why does she want to, why is this movement so important to her? Why does she love it? Why does she want to put money into it? You need to interview her and anyone else who's, who has said, you know, the people who have really lit up and been like, yes, I love this. This is absolutely wonderful. And I want to be a part of it. Interview those people, find out more about them. Those may very well be your client avatars or a version of them. You yep. can have more than one, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the Yeah. So I would say like right now, a really great example would be uh, uh, Pearl Cherizno. She's excited about what we're doing, how she's trying to figure out how she can include Keep Smiling to all the things she's doing in her world. She's been excited about some people we want to help do some a dental replacement um, as a referral. So she's somebody who gets excited about what we're doing and actually volunteers to do other things. So she would be a great example. Yeah. Well, because we're running a little lower in time, I want to make sure you get to complete what you would want to do in the show. But also, do you have a book or some place that people can go and learn more about you, connect with you? Yes, um, I do have a book. It's not related to my current work, but probably the best way to get me would be to go to connectwithallison.com. And my name is spelled A-L-Y-S-O-N. Uh, so connectwithallison.com. And that's a very easy way to either email me or jump on my calendar if you want to connect with me. Yeah. And just for clarification, uh, Allison, I talked about that. That book is not what she she currently is works at such a high level with this. This is more of what she does. So the, the book wasn't in reference to what she's necessarily doing today, although it would hurt people to read it. It's uh, you know, so she she's open. I said, you should wish we, we should have you write another book. <laughs> and so that's why I I'm excited about her story. Mm -hmm. It is that time, Allison. Is that I time know. to take it to that level? It is. Yeah, I mean, getting that time. Well, I'm writing a new book after 12 years of being in the publishing business, and it's simply called Perfect Publishing, How Your Book Impacts the World, because it just simply needs to be that conversation. If you're not doing a book that impacts the world, why are you doing a book? Exactly. And the world can be your world. It can be your city. It can be whatever you want it to be, but it needs to attract, as you said, a specific type of people that say your message not just resonates and makes a difference. We'd like to work with you. So. Exactly. Well, well done, young lady. You're, I'm going to get probably a floodgate of Rhode Islanders saying, bring her back. Bring okay. her back to the state, the great state of Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to gotta go visit the mansions, all those mansions in Newport. That's such a, a great, great field trip. So we're going to invite all people that want to think big to see some of the biggest mansions in the world. And they happen to be in the smallest state in Newport. Nicole? Well, you know, I have an idea. She's going to be going back to Rhode Island, and I said I want to do an event. So maybe we need to plan around when you're going to be in Rhode Island and just do one with you. And and we'll go to Plant City with you. Cool. Even better. All right. <laughs> we can, and we can so, have mangoes, literally. Literally, that's right. Well, we're going to go ahead and do the uh, fast, the rapid fire right now, as okay. quick as humanly possible. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Now, some people don't have a favorite and they need to expand with two or three. So feel, feel uh, free to do whatever you want. So first, okay. I'm going to start off with either a book that impacted your life or books you like to give away. Okay. So my favorite book is Power Versus Force by David Hawkins. I'm going to reread it. I'm I really glad you that you said that book. Yes. It will give me insights on it. 
because as you grow older or you get wiser or you're ready to have that lesson, this is definitely a book to do that, isn't it? Mm -hmm, for sure. Cool. All right. Go ahead. Song that gets you motivated. Um, I listen to a lot of salsa. Um, oh, that's right. She's a salsa dancer. Yeah, yep. that's what, re what really gets me going. It's a, a lot of good salsa music. Okay. Although and, I, when and, I'm at the gym, sometimes I listen to like some 70s soul music. I like that too. So that mango music is pretty good too, I guess. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mango, mango number five, all that good. Okay. Yeah. Um, who is the author again? So we can give a shout out to them. Stephen Hawkins. Oh, Stephen da Hawkins, right? David Hawkins. Oh, yeah. David Hawkins. I know it, it gets confusing because there's a Stephen Hawkins too, but David Hawkins. They're like this though. All right. What movie inspires you? You know, I don't watch a lot of movies. Uh, however, when I was a kid, my favorite movie was Dirty Dancing. Does that count? It does. It okay. counts big time. It does. Okay. And when you were a little kid, what did you want to grow up and be? The first woman president. Oh, wow. Do you know what? When uh, Dr. Andrea interviewed me and she was curious whether it was going to be a good idea to help produce the show, she asked me that question. I said, older. That was what I said. So... Who is uh, who is a hero of yours? Someone maybe you haven't met would like to meet. So I am a a, a big fan of um, a lot of the spiritual greats of the past. Like you know, I would love to meet Jesus, Buddha, Krishna. Would also love to meet you know like Martin Luther King. Those are some people I for sure would love to meet. After the show, we're going to connect you as quick as possible. All right. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Krishna is on my speed dial. So, I mean, that's going to be fun. <laughs> okay. And I'm out of time, Ken. So, uh, okay. I mean, what's, what's yeah. a quote you live by? Um, one of my favorites is, uh, you know, Marianne Williamson. Our biggest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our biggest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And it's not, it doesn't just stop there. I know we're low for time, but um, it actually comes from her book, A Return to Love. And there's a, actually a whole giant paragraph that goes on to explain what she means by that. So it's actually well, maybe, the full explanation. Maybe we will add that full explanation. And by the way, I have a lovely photo with her and her holding a cute smiling card, as well as uh, we, we got a photo when she was running for president, too, of her holding the cute smiling card. So we believe that you have picked a great example of someone who leads by uh, example leads with her heart and certainly has a quote that is uh, applicable to almost anybody right now. So mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, Allison, it has been a pleasure having you share an hour with us and give so much to what we need, which is to be more specific and to stop being so doggone cool. Like and, and I, I wanted to, I wanted to be specific um, and follow our word of the day. Um, you know, Whitney Houston, all the man that I need. So Ken, you're all the mango that I need. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> well, um, I don't think I've ever said this before, but Allison, we are literally running out of time on the show. <laughs> you have never said that before. First I have time. never. And I, and, I, and I want you to literally have a wonderful week and stay and amplified. I, and I literally wish you the same. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. My pleasure. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Well, don't leave yet. We got to get a nice photo of you and, and also... Uh, Marianne Williamson, I think she needs to be on the show with you for the next one. How about that? Is that a pretty good idea? I love it. Cool. Yeah, All right. Um, so go ahead and give a quick shout out to a couple. Of, well, 
I will just say thank you, men's fashion, for making a statement that he has risen, right? So there you go. Um, have an amplified week. If you know anyone who has a wonderful inspirational story, please connect them to us. We'd love to include them in the Dose of Hope Part 5. Um, thank you so much, Allison and Andrea, for a wonderful show. And we look forward to you sharing it with as many people as possible. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about...